will be brought out with the radiance of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those who deliberately shut themselves in the rock, the Lord Jesus Christ. Those who withdraw themselves from the things of this world and deliberately shut themselves in that rock, the Lord Jesus Christ. Those who make that conscious choice to enter into that Sabbath, the rest, God-ordained rest. By resting in the Lord of the Sabbath are those who will come forth with the radiance that comes from the Lord of the Sabbath. Only those who deliberately, conscientiously make the choice to wait on the Lord of the Sabbath. They are the ones who come forth with exceeding great joy and with the brightness that comes from the Lord of the Sabbath. Those who hide themselves in the rock, those who enter into that rest and wait on the Lord of the Sabbath will be brought out by the Lord of the Sabbath with great radiance and great brilliance reflecting the glory light of the Lord Jesus Christ thank you Jesus thank you Jesus those who enter into that rest deliberately are the ones who enter in by faith they enter into the trust, ceasing from their works, their own works, which is called self-righteous works. They enter into the rest that God has by ceasing to do their own works and by doing the works of God. Entering into God's rest is seizing from our own works and doing the will of God while we wait on the Lord. We rest by doing the will of God, seizing from our own works and doing the will of God is working the works of God, having entered into that place of rest. There's this place of rest that God has for His people where they enter in and they do the will of the Father. They do the will of the Father. When Jesus prayed all night, he did the will of the Father. 
when he served all night, he served from a place of rest, carrying the radiance of the Father from the night hours into the day. And that radiance spread to all those who came and touched him. And all those who came and spoke to him. Because this Lord of the Sabbath entered into that rest. Showing us how to serve God. Showing us how to live without the agitation the people of the world are agitated with. Not being like the stirred up murky waters, but being like the still waters. The Good Shepherd takes his shape to the still waters, not to the murky disturbed waters, but to the still waters. God will bring those who are hungry and thirsty to those who have given themselves to sitting in that place of rest. Those who deliberately shut themselves in away from the chaos of this world. Away from the hustle and bustle of this world. Away from the cares of this world away from the prince of this world they shut themselves in because it's time for them to absorb the glory of the Father as Jesus did they prayed all night he was in a place of rest he labored in prayer from a place of rest. And from that laboring in prayer through the night came his ministry during the day from a place of rest. No matter who came and spoke to him, no matter who came and tried to trick him, no matter who came to try to trap him. He had an answer for every single person that would reveal to them the will of the Father. Because he was always seeing the Father. He was always in the place of rest. He was able to do what the Father did. He was able to speak what he heard the Father speak. This is real ministry and this is the kind of ministry that God is looking for. Not working with our own effort, with our own strength, with our own intellect with our own capacity, which is limited, and which cannot function in the spirit realm. 
but to totally enter into that place of rest where one is totally carried by the presence of God Almighty. That they come from the place of rest after laboring in the place of rest through prayer. They serve this world from the place of rest. This is why Jesus was able to tell his people, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow. Take care of the main business. Seek the kingdom of God first. Seek God's righteousness first. Those who enter into the place of rest are those who do the will of the Father. It takes deliberate thinking. It takes deliberate choice. It takes woeful decision-making to say that I will sit. I will only do what God wants me to do. That I will not try to do anything from outside the place of rest. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. If you're not still, you're not going to experience the power of God. Those who are not still will not experience the power of God. Those who are constantly on the go will not experience the power of God in their lives because there's no room for the Holy Spirit to work. God is speaking to our hearts at His hour. It is important to understand the importance of being still. Being still is not doing your own thing, but doing what God wants you to do. Being still is ceasing from your own works, from your own thoughts, from your own planning, which equals self-driven, which is opposite to being God-driven. 
Elijah was a man. He was a man just like us. However, he was a man who was in that resting place. He was a man who was still. He was a man who acted from the place of rest. That's why he was carried by the Spirit of God into the palace and carried out by the Spirit of God out of the palace. Out of all the prophets there. He was the only one who was outside. And he knew that he was the only one who was outside. Three groups of prophets. One group were murdered by Jezebel. And the other group of prophets, they were fed and they were kept safe in the hiding place by the king's servant who was not faithful to the king but he was faithful to God who feared the Lord. Those were the people who were in hiding and they were fed. But you have one prophet who was very different than the rest of them. And God said, I need you. I need you to stay alive and I need you to stay out because you're someone who'll do whatever I tell you to do because you are in my presence day and night those who are in the presence of God day and night who function from the place of rest are the ones who will not need to be hidden by man for they are hidden by God they're carried by God to wherever God wants them to. Be it a widow or a king. They fear no one and they do the will of God. When Elijah said, I'm the only one, Lord. He was true in one sense. He was the only one who was outside. He didn't know. There were people that were preserved by God, who were kept by God, spared by God. But Elijah was a great man of God 
the great men of God. And God said, I will hide you. I will feed you. He was the man who looked to God for everything. He would not get up until God told him to get up. A man who was still. He knew how to be still. A man of God. A great man of God who was great in the sight of God. God said, no one can touch you, Elijah. No one can kill you. No man needs to hide you. No one. You will go before the king and he will speak my word. The king will look for you. He won't be able to find you. Because I cover you. Hallelujah. This is the one percent that is about the rest of the crowd. Even those who are kept by God and those who are protected by God, they're all safe but this one, this one person was completely dominated by God. This one person God can count on in the time of adversity, in the time of prosperity, no matter what the time is, this one person, a prophet above all prophets in his lifetime, who will not move, who will serve God from a place of rest. He was someone who stopped doing what he wanted to do a long time ago. He was someone who was dominated by the power of God Almighty. Someone who refused to please man. He was someone who lived to do the will of God. He was someone who was burning with a passion for God. He was someone who knew his God and talked to his God. That his God would come and speak to him on the mountain, very similar to Moses during his lifetime. He was someone who was preserved by God himself. No one was able to touch him. God himself took him. What a difference. What a difference. What a difference. Many prophets were there. Many were killed. Some were hidden. By man. It was God's doing. God protected those prophets. Through man. However, for Elijah the prophet, God himself directly was his covering. 
God himself kept him. God kept him out in the open, yet no one could see him. God kept him out in the open to challenge the people of Israel to have their hearts turned towards the living God, a man of God like no other in his lifetime, the only one who God could see fit to carry out heaven's agenda, to carry out the will of the Father, because this man ceased to do his works long time ago. Hallelujah. He didn't care what people would think. He didn't care what the king would do. He didn't care what anyone would say. He wouldn't care. If he had water, he wouldn't care. But he had food. He would do what God would tell him to do. He wouldn't care what anyone would think about him. He was a man of God who stopped doing his own works long time ago. Who entered into that rest of God where he didn't think about man at all. It wasn't even a consideration. But God would think about him, what God would say to him. That's what mattered for him. When God told him, go to the widow of Zarephath, I have commanded her to feed you. And God told him to go, ask for water. During the time of famine, to a widow, who had hardly anything. For him to not feel ashamed or embarrassed, so how am I going to go ask at this time? What is she going to think? It was not in Elijah's mind at all. Because it was not about himself. He stopped His works long time ago. He entered into the trust. He was not afraid of the king. He was on top of that Mount Carmel. All alone. When the rest of the prophets were hidden. They were in hiding. He was all alone out in the open. Calling the people of God to repent all heaven was with him God came and showed his power by answering him by fire this is what God will do to those who cease to do their own works and will enter into the rest that God has given them and will work from the place of rest 
Elijah was the man who labored in the presence of God for his people. All alone was Elijah in that lonely period by the brook. No human contact. All alone. Never cried out a lonely song. Never said, why is my life like this? I don't have wife, I don't have children. A man who was so content to be before the king. Because he saw the glory of the king. Never did he sit there and say, oh, God has not told me anything. The brook is drying up. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't have time to even walk from here to wherever he would want me to. I don't know if I'll have strength. There's no place for unbelief in this great man of God's life. That's why the Spirit of God brings his life in the book of James. That's why when Jesus was on top of the Mount of Transfiguration, Elijah was there with Jesus, sent by God, talking to Jesus about the important things along with Moses, another man who was a friend of God. Hallelujah. What a privilege. A man who stopped doing his own work a long time ago so that he can be fully, fully dominated by God. Every bit of his being was dominated by God. What a life to live. What a life it is. What a great man of God. A life that is such a sweet fragrance before God Almighty. That God Himself was His protection. God Himself was His provision. Yes. Obadiah was there feeding the prophets who were in the hiding. But to Elijah who was out there in the place all alone for a considerable amount of time God sent ravens to feed him morning and evening. Twice a day he saw the power of God his unfailing word that he gave to Elijah. Oh, it was such a normal life for him. Living a supernatural life was such a normal life for this man of God. At his command, the widow fed this man. At the command of God Almighty, the angels came and fed this man 
of God. For the rest of the prophets, Abadiah did. But for this man of God, who was like no other during his lifetime, a prophet above all prophets, the angels came and fed him. Hallelujah. A man who ceased from labor, from his labor, and entered into God's rest. A man who was sold out for God, whose mind, whose desires were for the kingdom of God. That's what seeking first the kingdom of God means. God comes first. His work comes first. He had his priorities right. His word comes first. His house comes first. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God came first. His kingdom came first. His righteousness came first in his life. He was the man who stood for righteousness. Who went straight into the king's palace. Knowing what was happening. To proclaim that there would be no rain. Nor dew. Until... I'll tell you again. Was able to speak the word of the Lord. Mouth peace or the mouth of God on earth. But the king was able to say, He comes like the wind and he goes like the wind. All of the king's court, they knew. This man, as opposed to the rest of the prophets who are in hiding. What a life to live. What a life to live. It takes losing ourselves in Christ so that Christ can dominate our lives. That's a life that's worth living. Hallelujah. That's the life that heaven will come to protect and to provide. Hallelujah. For this man, chariots of fire came from heaven to usher him. And the way it came Even Elisha was able to see it. That's how glorious and powerful was his departure from earth was. A man who ceased from his own works and entered into the trust of God. A man who was operated by the power of God. 
man who did not care about what others would think about him. Hallelujah. The man who only cared about what God would want him to do. Hallelujah. A man of faith was out there in the open who was fed by God. Hallelujah. Who was led by God. But God said, Elijah, your soul given over to me. I need you here on earth to do my will. I need you out here in the open. You're not going to be like the rest of the people who are hidden. All who are taken away by death. But you're going to be out here doing my will because I can count on you. I can count on you to be alone by the brook where I will hide you. Where I will feed you. I myself will feed you. To supernatural means birds will come. They will come and give you the food that I have ordered. God was the one who set Elijah's menu every single day. For the rest of the prophets, Obadiah fed them. But for Elijah, God fed them. Whichever raiments he commanded, they came and gave him what he needed. And God commanded the ravens to bring whatever God wanted them to bring for this great prophet of God. Yeah, he loved alone. God was with him. For this man, God sent an angel to wake him up, to feed him, to strengthen him, and to tell him what needs to be done. What a life. What a way to live. What a way to live. Many Christians are here in this world. Many types of Christians are here in this world. Many types of ministries are here in this world. Many. Many. Between the Genuine gemstones is one that shines the most. It's one that shines the most. If they all had the Spirit of God too.
They all prophesied whenever God wanted them to prophesy. That's why they were called prophets. Yes, some of them stood for the faith and they died. Commendable. But none like Elijah. None like Elijah. God said, I need this man. This man will stay and do my will because he's the only one who will do it. Can God say that about you? Have you entered into that rest? Have you ceased from your own works in every area of your life? God is speaking to the hearts of this hour. Live for Jesus. That's what matters. Live for Jesus. That's what matters. Houses will come crumbling down. People will come and people will go. Health will be here today, tomorrow. It'll be gone. But can God count on you? Can you say that? He is constant. She is constant. I can count on him. I can count on her. Like he did with Elijah. That he has entered into this place of rest where he's full of faith and no doubt at all. There's not a speck of self there. Very different from the rest of the people out there. Yeah, Christians, good Christians, great Christians, all but there is a big difference. There's a big difference that God sees. There's a big difference that God shows. Only one man during his lifetime who was fed by supernatural means. Who was out there when Jezebel was out to kill all the prophets. She couldn't touch him and he was not hidden by any man. He was led by God. A man of faith A man who was alone, yet not alone. A man who lived to please the king and the king only. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord, for your word that you gave to us this morning. I pray that this word that you have given may 
purify your people all the more. Hallelujah. There were concubines. There were there were princesses. But there was only one Shulamite. Only one. In every generation, unfortunately, this is the case. God is looking for people whose hearts will be 100% loyal towards Him. His eyes are going to and fro, to and fro, to and fro, to and fro, to and fro. Looking to see whose hearts are loyal towards Him. And in all of Israel during Moses' lifetime, Moses was faithful in all his household, entire Israel. He was the meekest of the whole crowd. So there's a comparison. But God sees and God is looking for the top from the cream of the crop. God says, my glory will shine through such a person. So transparent. More transparent than a prison. Yes. More transparent than a prison that reflects the light. More transparent. God is looking for such people who are so transparent that you can just see Jesus through them. To such people the radiance of light God's light will be seen. Moses was so transparent when he came down from Mount Sinai, he was full of the glory of God Almighty. Full. Full of the glory of God Almighty. People saw the glory of God upon him. It was so heavy that they couldn't see him. Moses had to cover himself. That radiance was so bright so strong because he was so light so transparent nothing prevented him from absorbing everything from the presence of God are you absorbing everything from the presence of God when you come to the presence of God God is ready to give God is ready to give how much are you absorbing? How much are you absorbing? How much are you taking in? To what extent you take in, to that extent, you will emit His power. 
Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We who have been barren, God has made us to prosper. God is looking for fruit. God is blessed and He says, multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. But how can we? Unless we cease from our own works, cease from our own works, and enter into that rest so that you can absorb everything that God has for you. By being still in the presence of God and doing what God wants you to do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Those who deliberately will shut themselves in. Seizing from their own works. Entering into the rest of God. Labor there through the Spirit of God by being in the place of rest will produce heaven's results. Hallelujah. When they speak, something is bound to happen. When they touch, something is bound to happen. When they go somewhere, something is bound to happen. Because they've ceased from their own works a long time ago. And have entered into that trust. And God is asking you this question this morning. Are you willing to live a life like that? Or do you want to be like the average people? Saying, well, I'm not bowing down my knees to Baal. So I'm very happy. I pat myself on my back. Saying that I'm not where I used to be before I used to bow down my knees to bear, but not anymore. So, congratulations to myself. As Jesus said, you received your reward. You congratulate yourself, you received your reward. Are you going to be like some of the people who will do some work for God, but they're always working. They're not in a place of rest. So whatever they do for God is little in comparison to what they're doing. Because they're so full of themselves. They're like this dim, flickering light. And they're very content about their light. They say, at least I give light.
What do you want to be? Think about where you are. Think about how many years have gone by and how many more will be given to you. And what are you going to do with the remaining years you have on earth? How many ever it may be that you don't know of. With the limited time that you have, what are you going to choose? What kind of a life are you going to live? Are you going to be like the concubines who said, well, I have a place in the kingdom. Well, I'm the king's concubines. I'm the king's concubine. Or they say, we're the king's concubines, so we're fine. We have our own group. We look at each other and we pat ourselves. And we say, hey, we're not like the rest of the women that are out there. We're in the palace. Many are content with such a life. Then they have another group of people. They say, hey, I'm the daughter of the king. I'm princess. One among many princes. One among many princes and they're content with that. Are you like that? Their whole goal is to please themselves. Yeah, they're in the kingdom. They function as princesses. They're not like the rest of the people. So they have some standards. But their hearts are not in love with a king. To the extent that the king is in love with them. Only one person out of them all. Only one person. Shulamite. Only one person. Shulamite. Her mind is always on the king. And the king's mind is always on her. Very different. Isn't it? Very different. And all the princesses envy her. All the concubines, they envy her. They say, what did the king find in her that he loves her so deeply? We have things better than her. What does she have? The king delights in her beauty. Only the king knows about it. The king will climb the mountains and the hills just to come to see her, 
to be with her. And she's someone who longs to be with the king. Jesus is coming for this 1% people. For the Shulamites whose hearts are yearning for him day and night. 1%. She doesn't care what the concubines speak about her. She doesn't care what the princes speak about her. Her whole mind is on the king. So she has no time for anything else. Nothing matters to her. And the king delights in her beauty. Something so special that has attracted the heart of the king and drew him to her and all the rest of the people there. Yeah, the rest of them are in the palace. You have separate groups of people whole different caliber you have the concubines that's a group of people in the Christian realm who live like the concubine spiritual lifestyle you have the next group of people who are a little more closer to all the princesses who all know that they are princesses they're content with where they are. They enjoy everything from the king. But then you have this one Shulamite who has this king to herself. God is looking for such people. Though very few in number. Will you be one among the few? Or are you going to be among the concubines? Are you going to be among the princesses? Where are you going to be? Many people among the concubines constantly talk about the princesses. Many people from the princesses talk about the concubines and they all join together and talk about the Shulamite. What a waste of time. Because none of them could figure out what attracted the king. It's a sad thing because no one knows what the king likes except Shulamite. Except that Shulamite. No one knows. Because no one cared to know. They're so into themselves. They're in the palace. They're not like the common people. But they're not like the Shulamite. What a difference and what a distinction. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Run that you may obtain the crown. Run. Lay aside every weight and every sin and gets to you. Put it down so that you can run. And run so that you can obtain the crown. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Jesus, 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 help your people to be still so that they can see the glory of God. Help your people to enter into that rest so that they can cease from the own works and do the works of God hallelujah for those who do their own works cannot do the works of God flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven carnality and spirituality will not Go together. Even among those who are doers of the word, you see 30%, 60%, and 100%. Some 30, some 60, and some 100 are you content being 30? Are you content being 60? 30 are the concubine crowd. 60 are the princesses crowd. Or the hundredfold, the hundred percent are the Shulamite crowd. Few in number. Minority, among the minorities, every man's work will be tested. Will be tested by fire. Every single one. Whatever we do for God, whatever we do on earth, shall be tested by fire. Whatever you're doing, make sure it's not built out of hay. Whatever you're doing, make sure it's not built out of wood. For the fire of God will test it. Hallelujah. For the fire of God will test it. Hallelujah. For the fire of God will test it. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make sure. Make sure. Make sure. Hallelujah. Make sure that your work will not be burned down. Whatever you're doing in this world, make sure it will not be burned down. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it. Because it will be revealed by fire. Hallelujah. It will be revealed by fire. Hallelujah. It will be revealed by fire. Hallelujah. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. Hallelujah. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss. But he himself will be saved, yet so, as through fire. Many people think that, oh, this means even if I live a sinful life, because once upon a time, I said the sinner's prayer. Or once upon a time, I obeyed the Lord in waters of baptism. Or once upon a time, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Whatever I do, or if the work is burned, it's okay, I can make it to heaven. You won't. You won't. If it's the mercy of God, If you make it to heaven, it will be through fire. It will be through fire. And that fire will be unbearable. Very unbearable. Many people have gone through agonizing stages in their lives with physical illness before they died so that they can repent thoroughly before they can go to heaven that's the fire God's word talks about the whole ministry everything is burned down before God but if God shows mercy he'll put them through the furnace fire so that they can make it to heaven by being purged through whatever suffering that may be. That will not be a light thing. Too severe to bear. But their soul will be spared. No one needs to go through that. Those who are faithful to God. The Bible says, even when they grow older, they will continue to bear fruit to the Lord. Their youth shall be renewed like the eagles. They will continue to bear fruit. 
And when the work is tested by fire, it will stay strong if it's built out of gold, silver, or precious stone. But if it's built built with wood, hay, and straw, it'll all be gone. Those whose works are built with gold, silver, and precious stones, what does it mean? What does the Word of God say here? That there are people who build with gold, silver, and precious stones, and some with wood, hay, and straw. What's the meaning of that? There's some who will do God's work the easy way. They can make a big ministry, big empire, very quickly using business tactics, manipulations, charisma, marketing. You call that wood ministry, hay ministry, stubble ministry. But then there are people who sacrifice everything. Who sacrifice their food, sacrifice their sleep, sacrifice their family, sacrifice their life to build the kingdom of God. According to the sacrifice, the metal is determined whether it's going to be gold. There's a difference there too. Whether it's going to be built out of gold, whether it's going to be built out of silver, whether it's going to be built out of precious stones. And what type of stone that is, God will evaluate all those. There's a great distinction between each person's building, how they're building it, what they're using. The fire of God will test their work. Even those who are building with gold and silver and precious stones, their work will be tested by the fire of God too. To suffering and different attacks. But their house stands strong, firm, because they truly labored the place of rest seizing from their own works which is laying down their lives totally so that God can work in and through them hallelujah those are the people those are the people who will receive their reward from God they will receive the reward. Their work will endure. They will receive a reward. Hallelujah. 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 Let no one's work be burned. And let no one need to go through the fire in order to be saved. Salvation is not a one-time thing. Salvation is how you live every single day and how you end. 
Hallelujah. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Every single person's work will be tested. What is your quality? What is the quality of your structure? What are you using to build the work of God? Everyone should be building the work of God to begin with. What materials are you using? How much sacrifice has gone into it? Or no sacrifice has gone into it? Or very little? What is the quality of your building the kingdom of God? Seek His kingdom first. Seek His kingdom first. Seek His righteousness first. What materials are you using to build God's kingdom? May God speak to your hearts at this hour. You choose where you have to be. But let no one's work be burned down to ashes. Let no one have to go through the fire in order to be saved. Let no one let no one. Let no one. Let no one think that they can make it easily into the kingdom of heaven with sin in their lives. Narrow is the gate that leads to life. Many seek Only if you find, and only if you will enter in. Because many seek after the broad way. They go after comfort. They continue to strive and labor. Though rest is available, they want to keep doing what they want to do. They think they're busy. They think that their busyness is good. It's not. God has called His people to enter into His rest. That means stop doing your own thing. Stop doing what you're doing and start doing what God wants you to do. Stop using cheap materials to build the kingdom of God when the fire of God tests it it's not going to be there make sure you live a holy life because you may not make it and if God has mercy on you he will put you through the fire in order to make you ready to enter into heaven don't choose agony, pain and misery as the gateway to enter into eternity. Hallelujah. God's word says the end of a righteous man is peace. Mark the end of a perfect man. It's peace. It's peace. 
not agony. It's peace. Hallelujah. Our work when tested by fire should last. And we should last. If we don't last, our work will be burned. Remember that. No man's work is going to save when the person will not last. If a person becomes an abomination to God, his work will also become an abomination to God. God says whatever he has done will be forgotten by God. Because he becomes a traitor. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Make sure you don't labor for the meat that perishes. Don't labor for the meat that perishes. Don't labor for the meat that perishes. Enter into the rest that God has for you and labor by doing the works of God from a place of rest. Which means total dependency on God. A total faith in the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make sure you use solid materials. Gold, silver, precious stones. What you choose to use, it's up to you. God will reward you according to what you use on earth. What sacrifice you make, and how faithful you are, and what materials you use to build God's kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make sure that you're building. Let no one be idle. For all called to work whatever hour God has called you maybe the eleventh hour maybe the seventh hour worker maybe the third hour worker make sure you're working make sure you're using good quality materials because the fire of God will test your work the fire of God will test you also Make sure you stand. He who endures till the end, the same shall be saved, said Jesus Christ. It's not that, oh, I got saved 30 years ago. And then the next 20 years, you go and live like an unbeliever. Don't expect to go to heaven. The moment you depart from the faith, the moment you live like an unbeliever, you're no longer in the faith. Be very careful. The just shall live by faith. Only those who live by the Spirit 
and who walk in the Spirit only they are the sons of God. Let no one be deceived. Let no one be deceived. Let no one be deceived. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Make sure you stay in the path of the cross. Make sure you lay hold on to eternal life. Make sure. Make sure that you don't let anyone take your crown. Make sure that you don't use cheap materials to build something saying that, well, they all see me doing so much. I'm doing so much. Oh, but it's all hay. It's a hay building. The fire of God will test your structure. Make sure, make sure you use good materials to build the kingdom of God. That your work may not be burned down. Make sure you live a holy life so that you and your work will be recognized by God Almighty and you'll be rewarded by God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That no one's work be burned. That no one be burned. Hallelujah. Those who enter into the trust will find God's pleasure, will become God's delight. Those are the ones who will be fed by God Himself. They'll be led by God Himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for your word that refreshes our souls. Thank you for your word that revives our souls. Thank you for this one life that you've given to us. That we can prepare ourselves while we're on earth for our eternal home. For we're just passing through we're just passing through. We're just passing through. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. We're just passing through. Thank God we're only passing through. Hallelujah. Thank God that this is not our home. Hallelujah. Thank God we're not going to live here forever. Thank God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We will be with Jesus face to face forevermore. Hallelujah. We're only passing through. 
We're only passing through. Hallelujah. We're only passing through. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Father, pray that you bless your people with this word that you've given to them from the mouth of God Almighty to the mouth of his servant to the ears of your people. You have spoken. And I thank you. I pray may your people take this word that you have spoken and move forward. May they enter into that rest. May they come to a place where they will once and for all cease from their own works. Hallelujah. That they may be yielded to the Spirit of God who will then begin to lead them according to His perfect will. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Continue to cover your people with your precious blood. Your servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God. I bless your people with all your blessings that will endure forever, according to the good pleasure of God the Father. That they may serve you with integrity. That they may serve you with uprightness of heart. That they may serve you with purity. That they may serve you with great humility. That the King might be pleased with each one of them that they may be people who will be of great use of great worth of great value to God Almighty in His kingdom for His glory in Jesus' name Amen 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 Jesus Hallelujah Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If the Lord has spoken to you, you may go ahead and pray. Thank you, Jesus. 